happy Monday, friends. Question for you. I kind of feel like I already know the answer, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway. Do you ever struggle with creating content? Because I know that I do. (laughs) Okay. Full transparency. Sometimes I struggle with creating content and I know that some of you do as well because you've told me. And it's this hard thing because like we know that we're supposed to post content. Like that's one of the ways that our ideal clients come to know us, like us, and trust us before they ever even hire us. So we know that we're supposed to post content, but it can be hard to know what exactly to post, especially with social media and Instagram trends constantly changing and evolving, right? Well, today we're going to reveal, and I, I did say we, stay tuned. We're going to reveal one type of content that has withstood the test of time, going back to biblical scripture, and will never go out of style. Storytelling. And to help me with this conversation, I've invited marketing coach Sarah Beisel onto the show today to help me with this conversation because she is an absolute expert at marketing, copywriting, and of course, storytelling. She is also the host of her podcast, Grow Your Christian Business, where her mission is to help entrepreneurs use biblical marketing strategies to increase their impact and their income. Because who doesn't want that? Both of those are linked down in the show notes where you can take a look at her Instagram and also go tune into her podcast as well. I'm so excited for you to hear this message on the show. How to use storytelling in your content to connect with your ideal clients so that you can close more sales and increase your income as an online coach. Let's get started. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this.
Sarah, welcome to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. And just to have the, the, the audience get to listen to your area of expertise, which is oh so valuable. And it's an area of expertise that, that I do not have, which is also why I'm so excited to have you on the show. But before we get into all that, Sarah, welcome. Tell everybody a little bit about who is Sarah. Thank you, Kemi. I'm so excited to be on here and to finally actually get to guest on here. I've been listening to your podcast for so long and I love it. So I'm so glad that I can share some stuff with you and your audience today. Well, I'm Sarah. I am a business coach with a copywriting background um, and I am really passionate about helping business owners specifically like learn how to write their own content, their own copy, their own sales messaging, because that was not where I started out. I was doing the work for people. I was having them outsourced to me. And I just realized there are so many business owners that need that help and just couldn't afford that help. And I was like, no, I'm done with this. I want to help people that can't afford to outsource because you need, you deserve that help too. So here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to teach you how to take that message that you already have and just polish it up and make it even more powerful. And so that's where I am today. And I, I'm just, I love this journey of being able to help people do that. I love that because especially in the beginning of starting an online coaching business, you know, we're, we're the chief of everything. We are the content <laughs> yeah. creator. We're the copywriting. We are, you know, the sales that we're, we are everything. And that is, I would say probably 90% or more of the listeners on this show. And that's really like where I feel the tug on my heart to mentor is to help coaches start their coaching businesses from the ground up, get, get to that foundational level of consistent 5k to 10k months. Mm -hmm. And it's my belief that when you are building that foundation up to, you know, your consistent five to 10k months, that's where I believe that you're the chief of everything. And, and once you, once you start to get those foundational things, then you can, you can maybe start at that point, uh, to work it in the budget to start outsourcing things. But for that first foundational period, you know, we are the ones doing the copywriting. And yeah. that is one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on the show because I did not study copywriting. I, I feel <laughs> like I'm a halfway decent writer or typer. Um, I remember back <laughs> in the day, I would like write these I was like, I wanted to be so many things growing up. I wanted to be like a cowgirl. I wanted to be Hannah Montana. And I, I just remember writing these like little short stories about me and my horse that I didn't actually have. I, I just desired a horse. But <laughs> so yeah, over the years, I feel like I, I've, I've, I've grown my writing a little bit, but I'm, I'm not at this expertise level that you're at. And I know that it's so important to nail down copywriting and even further storytelling, which we'll get into here in a moment. So mm -hmm. before we do that, can you define, give us kind of the cliff notes of what even is copywriting and, and why is that important when somebody is building an online coaching business? Yeah. And so the first thing I want to say is that I feel like it's one of those phrases that we hear and then we kind of like get a bit panicky. We're like, oh my goodness, what is it? It must it must be so fancy. It's really not as fancy as some people will make you think that it is. Basically, copywriting is just any writing that you do in your business that's designed to sell something. So that could be primarily, that's going to be any like anything on your website. That's things like if you have landing pages for a freebie, your sales page for your offers or your program, those kinds of things. Ads when you get down the road and are going to be doing ads um, you know, and then there's like physical copy as well. So things like posters or business cards, all of those like bits and pieces, but it's basically anything that you create that's supposed to sell something. Your content can be 
copywriting if it's again like sales and promotional posts but content is then usually different because content is more entertaining it's there just to connect with people to have a little bit of fun it's more playful so it's not always directly selling so that's really the main difference I would say between copywriting and content writing so it sounds super fancy it really is just if you're trying to sell something and you're writing it's copywriting (laughs) okay so content is more designed for entertainment copywriting is the purpose of selling. Yes. Love it. Love it. So that makes total sense why an online coach would need to understand (laughs) those foundational skills of copywriting. So thank you for that, first of all. And what I know that we're going to chat about today is the concept of using our story. Mm -hmm. And Every coach, I think, has a story, whether they recognize it or not. They have a story, how they came into the space. They have a story about their own transformation. And it's my firm belief that your unique story is what your ideal client and your your future clients are going to resonate with. And that's why out of all the business coaches, out of all the fitness coaches, out of all the health coaches that they could hire, they're going to hire you because of your unique story. That being Mm -hmm. said, though, we have to be proficient in understanding what our own story is and then telling that story. So can you dive us in, help us dip our toe into the concept of using storytelling to connect with our ideal clients online? Yeah. And so storytelling is one of those things that I I, I think kind of helps bridge that gap between the content and the copywriting world because it's very interesting to people. It's something that connects well because we love to read. I like to think like we do kind of like to snoop into people's lives a little bit. I know that's not always like the most like wholesome thing to say, but it is kind of true. We have we that do. desire. <laughs> we do. We just have that desire. We want to know what people yeah. are doing, where they came from, how they got started. If you think about like almost all of the like the most followed accounts on social media are all celebrities, right? Because we just want to know what they do, what they get up to. So we just have that desire to kind of learn about people. And storytelling is a really great way to help do that for the people in your audience because they want to snoop on your life. Like, don't think that you're not important. They want to know what you get up to. They are interested. And that's a way to help keep them interested is to share that. But you can sell in a way that is quite natural through storytelling as well. So that's why I say it kind of bridges that gap between the content world and the copywriting world because it's something that is very interesting and entertaining. So you hit those like content requirements, but you can also very naturally um, sell through your story because you can tell people like, this is my program. This is what I do. These are the goals. This is what I want to help you do. And so you can weave that in very naturally to your story and it helps sell and connect people with what you've actually got to offer in your business, which is great. So that's one of my favorite reasons I love storytelling. It's kind of like a sneaky way to sell without really selling. (laughs) Yeah. And when you said that you know, we all have this kind of desire to be curious, snoop, um, nosy, even as I've heard people say uh, on other people in in their lives. That's so true. I mean, I think that's why reality television is so big. (laughs) And, you know, yesterday I was, uh, I'm doing a training in high ticket powerhouse very soon, all about Instagram stories no coincidence, Mm. stories on Instagram. (laughs) And I was talking about the micro celebrity effect where, you know, becoming a micro celebrity is like becoming a really well-known authority within a micro niche. And and so I love what you said of like, people want to like, just because maybe you don't have as many followers as, you know, 
Kim Kardashian doesn't mean that you don't still have a micro celebrity effect on people. You, mm -hmm. you know, if you're a fitness coach and you become a go-to person of authority amongst your followers, you automatically have that micro celebrity effect every single day. People are choosing of all the millions of Instagram stories that they could watch. They're choosing to watch your Instagram story. And I, I view mm -hmm. that as almost like a reality TV show. Like they're clicking every day to watch your TV show. There, there's, there's millions of other channels they could watch and every day they choose to watch yours. And it's like, mm. we're, we're the main character of our reality TV show. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me kind of like connecting with the Hannah Montana version of me that wanted to, <laughs> you know, at 12 years old, be yeah. a pop star, but that just helped me gain so much more understanding about what it meant to entertain, what it meant to have that micro celebrity effect on people. And and have that authority in your space. So when it comes to telling your story, how, you know, I feel like I have so many stories. How mm -hmm. do I nail down? I mean, do you have core stories? Like, like my three core stories that I consistently tell over and over? How do you nail those down? Yeah. And before I get into that, I just want to say, because you're so right on that idea. I love that you call it the micro celebrity effect. I think that's so true. But I had a business coach to me say recently, um, that like, you have to be the person that people want to work with so it's not just about what you offer because so much like so much knowledge you can just google nowadays like what you're really selling is is yourself that's that's another reason that the storytelling works so well because you people are wanting like when people buy your offer and sign up to work with you whether it's coaching or you know they're just hiring you for services whatever it is they're connecting with you and they're buying you and so that's why like it's so important to be able to open up to people to be yourself to connect with you, the, the aspects of yourself that you um I'm sometimes a little bit afraid to share but it's so important to just like you don't have to like air everything out right but you have to get comfortable sharing who you are on social media and remind yourself that social media is a social platform like we're here to connect with people that's the primary function of these platforms is to be sociable to just have fun to show up as yourself to be a person on these platforms so that's why what you're saying with stories works so well and that's why the the concept of storytelling in your writing works so well so yes to answer your question about the different types of stories there are endless amounts of stories that you could tell and so how do you choose which ones are to share which ones are most important well first of all I would always recommend starting with the ones that you're comfortable with if you're a little bit scared to share stories if you've never done that before if this is brand new to you and you don't really know what to do or where to go start with things that feel comfortable like I would not push yourself to share something vulnerable straight off the bat if that's scary to you that's okay you don't need to just jump straight into the scary things although I would encourage you to try sharing some of those vulnerable stories at some point but a great one to start with well my two favorite ones to start with the first one is to share why you started everyone loves to know why you do what you do what, what's your motivation behind running your business, either whether starting it or the why you offer the offer that you do, why you got into coaching, whatever that why is, answer that question in a story because that's something that you're going to know off the top of your head because that's the whole motivation for starting a business. So it's not, that's not something you need to spend time thinking about and conjuring up an answer because you, you should just know that. And if you don't, maybe you should think about why you started a business so that you do know that. The other one that I love to help people start with is a transformation story. So you mentioned that right at the beginning, like how, like you started in one place and now you're in another place. And that's probably the reason why you're coaching people. What was that journey like? How did you get from A to B? What was that process like? What was that transformation that, that you went through? 
because that transformation is normally what you're helping someone else achieve. So by walking someone through that journey yourself and telling them, this is kind of how I did it, you're going to be able to connect with the people that are longing for that same transformation because they can see that as inspiration, that it's possible. Oh man, that's so good. And I love how clearly you're describing this because um, it sounds like something that maybe I have been doing. I just didn't recognize or put a name to it Mm -hmm. and you know of course i i feel like everybody on on the podcast if you've been listening to me for any amount of time you you probably have heard little bits and pieces if not the whole thing you know i was broke b-r-o-k-e broke Mm -hmm. and although that is a vulnerable part of my past about what my start to the coaching space looked like why i started the business um it it is a part that people consistently are connecting with I mean, almost every single person that I connect with on social media that is interested in being mentored by me connects with that piece of whether it was as drastically broke as I was or just Mm -hmm. just the desire concept to have a way to generate income that doesn't have to look like a nine to five, that doesn't have to have an income cap, that that gets to be something that they love to do every day Mm -hmm. to pay down debt or travel more, whatever it is. They they really relate to, to some element of that story. So I love that. I love that. So, so there are transformation stories. What was the other one you mentioned? Um, just like sharing your why or your motivation. Yeah. So like your kind of origin story, I like to call it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure that the, the answer to my next question, there's probably limitless opportun- ways that you can answer it, but how would, how, what is one or two ways that somebody could use maybe their, let's start with the transformation story. How could somebody use their transformation story to connect with their ideal clients online? Mm-hmm. So if, if we take the example of a coach, cause it's the easiest example to talk about here, you're coaching someone on, so let's say you're a fitness coach and you're coaching someone on fitness. Well, chances are you became a fitness coach for one of two reasons. One, you just are very, very passionate about fitness and that's something that you just love or two, you had a fitness journey where you were not fit at one point and you went through a process to become fit and now you want to coach people because it's that important to you. So the way that you connect with people is that the people that are going to come to work with you because they want fitness coaching are in that process of going through a journey themselves. Maybe they have um, some self-image issues and they just want to feel like they're more confident in their body and they look better. Maybe they're overweight or they're unhealthy and they want to feel healthier. They've got a reason that they're on their journey. The way that storytelling connects is that you kind of fuse those two paths together in a way because you can say, here's the journey that you're going on. I understand that journey. I see you because I've been in that place. I've been on that journey. I understand the steps that you're trying to take. I've walked them. (laughs) I've been through them. And now here I am on the other side of that. And so that's how it connects people because people will see that story and they'll go, yeah, you do. You know what's going on. I've been there. (laughs) Like that's, That's where I am. I'm struggling with this thing. I'm having difficulty overcoming that hurdle. And here you are living that you've overcome that step. And then they'll think in their head, how do I do that? Like, I want to learn to be that person. I want to overcome that thing. I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want fitness to just be a thing that is in my life that I don't have to think about, that I don't have to stress about. It's just there. And so what your story does is it basically says the things that they're thinking so that they can read it and go, yeah, that's exactly what's on my brain. That's what I think. That's what I feel. How do I connect with this person and learn more? So you're just kind of coming alongside them by using your story to relate to them. It's all about that relatability and that that that's how you connect because you're basically just two people that have that thing in common and your story kind of helps identify what those things are. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that it's, it's in our innate nature to want to connect with people. I mean, we just, I mean, the Lord made us for community now that is definitely community in like relationships and like family and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and church community, but also, you know, if we're hiring a mentor, we desire connection with that person relatability. I love that word that you use. Mm -hmm. Would it be fair to say that many transformation stories start off with, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like oftentimes they start off with a pain or a struggle or a problem that has to be solved. Is that, you find that? Okay. That's you. Yeah. And and I will say not everyone will have a transformation story of this type and that's okay. Like that's the beauty of stories is that they're all completely unique. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I, d- I don't really have that story. Like I just do what I do because I love it. That's okay. There's plenty of other stories that you can use to connect with people. But the transformation story is just one in particular because most coaches, most people will have that story in some form or fashion. And you can use it in different ways. So you've got the big transformation stories that are like my whole life changed because, you know, I started in this this, I was really struggling with this thing. And then I had this huge change. And now I'm on the other side. So like your finance story is a great transformation story. But it can also be little, little ways. An example of this that I use is in the way that I approach content. So I used to approach content in a very different way. And it was just because that's what I was taught. That's what people told me to do. And then I realized I didn't enjoy that. It didn't feel good. It wasn't connecting with people. It wasn't doing what I I needed it to do. So I shifted the way that I did content. And, you know, now I have a whole different approach. And so it can be something that's small. It doesn't need to be a huge, like, monumental, life-changing moment. It's just anything that is a change, really. You went from path A, you changed something, it turned you around, you're now on a better path, and now you're on path B, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Sarah, that's so good. Okay, so we talked about a way that a person could use their transformation story and interweaving that into their business to connect with ideal clients. Um, Can you give us one other example about a way that somebody could use storytelling to connect with their ideal clients online? Yeah. Another um, type of story that I, I love that I think are, is really powerful is inspiration stories. And so this is just anything broadly that is inspiring to people. So if you think again about the purpose of content is to entertain, to inspire, to make people laugh, to just, you know, connect with people and have fun. And so most people are looking to be inspired when they're on scrolling through social media. They want to know that there's a hope for something, that there's something that they can aspire to to do with their life. And so you can use an inspiration story to connect with people and share them like the reasons that like your offer works. There's lots of different types. You could use inspiration stories could be, for example, like a client story, a success story. So you could talk through, you know, my client was having these issues and now they're not. And just like, look at how much like better their business is or look at the way that their life has improved. You can use inspiration stories. One that has always really stuck out to me was, it wasn't even my story. It was just something that I saw on social media. Someone talked about how they used to not be able to buy blueberries. Their favorite fruit was blueberries and they had to go to the grocery store buy their groceries and then put the blueberries back on the shelf because they didn't have enough money to buy their groceries. And, you know, now that she's, you know, six, seven figure earner, I don't know how much she earns, but she's very successful now. And she's like, I don't think about it. I just buy blueberries whenever I want. I buy them in season, out of season, doesn't matter. I buy the organic ones because my business has given that to me. And so that's an inspiration story because you can relate, you may not be in that situation where you're like, oh, I can't buy blueberries, but there's maybe something that you can't do because of where you're at in your life, whether it's finances, whether it's your relationships or having some difficulty, whether it's, again, fitness we were talking about, whatever it is, 
there's something that your clients are not able to do that they really want to do. And it's sometimes something just as small as buying a box of blueberries. So can you create a story that shows them that by working with you, by going through the things that you teach people, they're going to be able to do that thing that they really are craving? It's a very simple way to inspire people, but it's very, very powerful. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And and I think that stories are, are timeless. I think. I mean, when I think yeah. about the Bible, I mean, the whole Bible is stories. Stories. Jesus <laughs> yeah. taught from parables. He's taught from from storytelling, mm-hmm. and there's so much depth to stories because a yeah. story will mean something different to different people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's like, it's, if you look at like human history, like we, d- we have had an oral history, right? We didn't learn to write as a society until very late on really in like the grand scheme of history. Everything before then was taught through stories by lessons. We would learn which plants to eat or not to eat because someone ate the wrong plant and died. And then we're like, okay, we can't go near those plants because uncle John died when he ate that plant, right? Like everything is like we're just wired to pick up on stories to remember them to connect with people and and it's the thing like you're going to be you're going to stand out in your audience's mind more because they're going to remember the stories like that story about the blueberry i i still know who it was that posted that story like and that was maybe 2 years ago now that i saw that on social media like think about that social media does not have that long of a lifespan but that person did because they posted a story that stuck with me and so you can kind of like get around that the how fast-paced social media is and how quickly things die out because like you're saying stories are timeless they stick in people's minds and they may not remember exactly what you do they may not remember every detail about you and your business but they'll remember that you posted something interesting that touched their heart and they go oh that person's just stuck in my brain now because they posted something that was really really interesting to me and so you can kind of like connect beyond the like 24 or 48 hour life cycle of social media by having something that is a story because like I say, it just sticks in your mind. It's very hard to get them out of your head sometimes. Absolutely. Oh, Sarah, this is so good. This is so good. Is there anything else that you want to add today? Anything at all to, as we wrap up the episode? Um, The only thing that I think would be like good to finish on because sometimes like we're sitting there thinking like, I know I have stories to tell, but I don't know what they are. I don't really know how to think about that content. And so my encouragement to you, if you're in that place where you're like, I want to write a story, but what do I write about? Think about the ideas that we've talked about today. Think of those examples. But if you are also just wanting to, like, you're really like coming up but blank, I would encourage you to get a piece of paper and just draw out like a mind map of just things that you've done in your life. This is how I think about stories, because you never know what kind of things can be interesting and have good lessons in them. Just write out, you know, I went to school in this place. I used to have XYZ hobbies. My favorite thing to do this day is, you know, this. My favorite restaurant or my favorite food is this. The items on my desk are, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of map out the random things in your life. And I'm not saying that they're going to come up with a story straight away, but maybe one day you're taking a look at that and you see, oh, you know, my hobby is, for example, my personal hobby. When I was a child, I did gymnastics. I did a lot of trampolining. Well, maybe there's plenty of stories that I could share about trampolining in there. So maybe one day I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, like, let's just think about this one item on this mind map. Let's think about trampolining. Maybe some stories or some ideas will come up there and then you can find lessons in them. And that's that's what you share. You share those lessons in a storytelling form. So if you're really struggling to come up with ideas, just do a mind map, just do a brain dump of things that you've done in your life, personality traits, things that you did, hobbies you used to have, sports that you love, all of those things. And you're gonna like 
ideas will jump off the page at you. They may not all come at once and that's okay, but have that somewhere nearby that you can come to every now and again when you're journaling, when you've got a little bit of downtime to think about your content and just see what stands out to you because you never know, you never know what things in your life are going to have those good lessons that someone needs to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the practicality of that. I'm big on practical action steps. Teach me what I need and then then tell me what I need to do to go implement and take action on it. I love it. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Can you tell the listeners where they can go connect with you? Yeah, of course. I have a podcast called Faith-Filled Business. We talk about copywriting, marketing, content, all of those things, just to basically how to sell yourself and how to sell your offers and connect with people. I also have a Facebook group with the same name, Faith-Filled Business. Gosh, I cannot talk. Um, And then those are the best places to connect with me, I think, are those um, two spots. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, I will I will link those down in the show notes. And Sarah, thank you so much for giving us your You're time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. Hey, friend, real quick before you go, I want to remind you that Sarah Beisel's Instagram and her podcast are linked down below in the show notes. And also in the show notes is my free training, the Get More Clients Code, which is going to teach you the four secrets that you need to know to get more high paying clients and lock in those consistent 5K to 10K months in your business. So go down the show notes, check out Sarah's podcast, check out her Instagram and get my free training, Get More Clients Code. See you next time. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.